this is Nicole Auerbach, and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week. All the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz non-existent. The show critically crapped on. The show that will be the reason when I'm eventually fired. It will be because of Morning After. Now, you were guzzling down the programming all week long. You're a little hungover on this early morning, but I have the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends. It's more clips. More clips. More clips. More clips. More clips. More clips. That's right. Bab chicken. Hold on. There's someone banging on my front door. They said we were way too loud here. Oh no! Like this. Shh. Shh. I'm gonna have to talk like this the rest of the show, or I'll be neurotic about it all day. Okay, let's go. Oh, what are you, what are you, Evan Cohen? Evan Cohen has oh, the no, same no. problem. Oh, did that happen? That oh, happened no. this week with Evan. Are you, are you, yeah, he, he had a knock I on the door. No, I missed that. He woke up his neighbors on Morning Man, got a little knock on the wall. Oh, and so you had at least down. one listener then. So you know you had at least one <laughs> listener. Yeah, but not for long. Because, you know, now Evan has to whisper. And please, one listener, you listen every single day. So that's at least two. I told Devin, get the guy a fruit basket. I'm not sure if that was good advice or not, but but we shall see. But it looks like my friend, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, has the same problem as Evan. Hello. Hello there, Eddie. And of course, we have Jared Moore, the producer of Morning After Alex Hardy slept in. But he'll be joining us soon enough in the program. Smart man. Maybe he's with his fiance. He loves to say fiance. <laughs> he's one of those guys. There's some guys that just like to say, yeah, this is my girlfriend and we're engaged. Or there's the others that want to tell you, this is my fiance. That's an irritating term. I don't like it. I'm done with it. I'm off it. You know what I hate more? Wife. <laughs> <laughs> I like baby mama. That was my I think my best moments with uh, my my girl after uh, we gave after we gave birth to our son. Then um, it was about eight months before I had to put a ring on it, is what the kids say. We got you covered this hour. We're gonna recap all the happenings the past week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know. And no, God, you through the week that was on Channel 82. That's right, on Mad Dog Radio. As we continue to broadcast from our homes, I don't think they're ever going to let us out. The radio remotes, think about them. Just for a split second, just think about it. The travel, the booking of Sirius XM, the fact that they would pay for everything. 
the hanging out for lunch at a strip club and then expensing the- it and saying, why'd you spend $70 at Mons Venus? Venus? They had a great buffet there. That's why. We're not traveling anymore. Oh, Think about the God. perks, Eddie. The perks. Oh, Lizzo. The private Lizzo. series would go to. <laughs> That's what you missed out of everything. I missed the, uh, the company paying for everything on the oh, dot. No, no. Lizzo. I, Lizzo. I need I more Lizzo. I miss the Lizzo. chain smokers. Oh. I miss open bars. Oh, oh. what a night. Big that pizza late night. Bathroom incident. <laughs> oh, that's right. When Eddie filmed my pee-pee. What a oh, stream, though. Famous incident. He was only oh, filming my God. stream, but he got everything stream. else. He had to zoom in, oh, but he boy. got it all. All right, it's time to get it in with uh, the hottest story of the week. And it had to do with my New York Jets losing to the Oakland Raiders and remaining winless 0-12 on the season. So why would a loss be such a big story? Because it was the greatest loss of all time. Now, I'm a Jets fan, so we're going to do something different this week. We're going to start with a clip from Morning Men with Devin and Babs weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time, talking about the big Jets loss. Your New York Jets, one of the best days you've had in a long time as a Jets fan, and they lost. Explain. What a loss. What a loss. What a loss. Seriously, the most joy I've had in football as a Jets fan in years, you know, the Jets don't have a lot of games that keep you invested where you feel like you're hanging on every single play. It's like gambling on a game. You can feel it. There's some juice. This was the best feeling to end a game as a Jets fan since Rex Ryan took us to New England and we beat Tom Brady and the Pats. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sitting there oh, and I'm watching oh, this Jets oh, team Remember that? You know, take Rex. a lead in the fourth quarter. Can't wait. Unbelievable the that they man. had that. The and then man. the Raiders come on down. <laughs> they have a long drive. Nothing. Jets stop them. Game should be over. I'm sitting there. I'm cursing. My father's calling me. You know, my father's a big-time Jets fan. That's it. If they win this game, I'm done with them. I'm done. If they oh, that, win. That's that's the turning point moment. Oh, uh, you know what he tells <laughs> He said that? Oh, I'm done with this team. I'm done. No, oh, that's it. They're going to win this game. I don't understand why they would try. I'm like, ah, the players. <laughs> the players try, Dad. What do you want from me? Ah, this is ridiculous. When the pass goes up from ridiculous. car to rugs, and then he catches it. <laughs> Give me the Mike Babchick play-by-play of what it looked like in your basement watching this game yesterday. I immediately stood up. I thought this was going to be a touchdown. I'm rising oh, yeah. up on my touchdown. Touchdown! And then the ball just floats. And then as soon as you see the receiver oh, and where he was, he had all day. It felt like time stopped for a second. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to catch this ball. He's going to go in. And then I erupted. Oh, my God, we yeah! did it! Screaming. <laughs> oh, we lost the game! <laughs> I was going crazy. I haven't felt feelings like that in sports in a long time. You know, I'm a Jets fan, so you don't get a lot of moments. (laughs) Out of my mind. Now, my son's there who's so confused about football. You don't even react like that over a bet. He thinks losing's a good thing, (laughs) which is great as a Jets fan because we reacted like we won a Super Bowl. Well, as a bad chick and a Jets fan, having that mentality early is probably gets you some reps for the future. Exactly. It took me until I was like 13 or 14 to realize I'm a loser for life. That's what this family is. We're losers. (laughs) And so he now will get it a little earlier, but it was crazy. We are screaming, we lost! We lost the game! And Greg Williams is a hero! He's a hero today! Oh, yes, he was. And gone tomorrow. (laughs) Thanks for playing our game! So long. No snack for you. Uh, Looking up. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Where's the Greg Williams statue that I wanted? I love this guy. Uh, I think he was trying to stick it to Adam Gaze. I really do. What a job. He wanted to do his own thing, but he didn't care if he got beat. He's like, all right, we're either going to go out with a sack. So cover no one, all-out blitz on a Hail Mary. Never been done before. Or we're going to go with the loss. And I'm cool with it either way. 
you know, sack. Oh, yeah, Greg Williams. A loss. Hey, Adam Gaze now continues to go down in history as one of the worst coaches ever at 0-16. But what a wacky thing that Jets fans were celebrating a loss like it was a win. And it was the greatest loss. Oh, it was amazing. Because it turned into the greatest win. Oh, my God. I loved it. And apparently there are people out there like the great JT the Brick, who Mad Dog refers to as JT Brick. JT Brick. I'm convinced he thinks his last name is Brick. So what is he? So first name JT, last name Brick, Mr. Brick. Brick. Mr. Brick. Mr. Brick. Mr. 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 and Mrs. Brick. They're great people. Uh, Comes from a long line of masonaries. (laughs) And, you know, we love JT on this show, and he loves Morning After, and he loves the uh, Bab Chicken in the Basement BBW, but he was upset with me this week as a Jets fan. Oh. Oh, yes, he was. Here's JT Brick. Play Uh, it! Weekdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Channel 82. It's an absolute embarrass to the state of New York, and it shows you that the Jets franchise has hit rock bottom. There are pictures online of their fans celebrating, hugging, and dancing with masks on as they lost a game. Jet fans, how far have you fallen to root for your franchise to lose games? I can tell you I don't ever recall that with the Giants. I don't recall it with my Knicks. Never would ever happen to the Yankees. The greatest franchise in professional sports have never, ever, ever wanted to lose an inning, let alone a game or a season. You Jet fans disturb me. Wow. You're embarrassing JT. right now. Give me a couple of Jet fans that care about dignity and want to win what? instead of tanking the season away. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, when you think dignity and pride and integrity, wow. you think Mike Babchuk and a Jets fan. Get out of here, uh, JT. Brick, what the hell are you talking JT, about? You he's got, been in Vegas too long. He gets sun year-round. This is what happens when you're out there, you're drinking the Modellas by the backyard, Brick. What are you talking about? Big picture. Man, why do I care about a win in the regulars? It does oh, nothing. God, nothing. All this team has is Trevor Lawrence, and I can't wait till Trevor Lawrence is a Jet and completely is a failure in the NFL. It'll happen. He'll be a Jet, <laughs> but at least this gives us hope. We have hope right now. JT Brick is not selling hope. He wants a win in the week 13 of the regular season. Who cares? Who cares? Like nobody cares. <laughs> When you think about this loss, it's a horrible loss, but it leads to something amazing. Like, what in life? Here comes the morning after. Around the Zoom question. What in life was so horrible, but it led to something great? Maybe the greatest thing in your life. Eddie? I was plucked out of obscurity many years ago to uh, produce the Mike and the Mad Dog show, which took years off my life. But ultimately, it led to me being here at Sirius and having this prime gig. So there, it's a win, right? I get to be with you every morning. Well, the worst thing that's ever happened to me was when I got the phone call from Steve Torrey that I was going to have to produce this show moving forward. Oh, God. And I was, like, completely devastated at the time, but Mm -hmm. then I realized, oh, wait, this means continued employment, which is a good thing. Well, that is a good thing. I guess a horrible moment for me was when I crapped my pants at a bar one night, sharded, and it led to me having sex with my now wife. Which then again, that means marriage, which is also hard. I think every one of our moments were horrible to horrible. Did any of these stories have a happy ending? I don't think so. I don't think we passed that exercise. <laughs> but that's going to be the Jets, too. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence. The happy ending won't exist either because he'll still be a Jet.
And when you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way. I still can't get over this loss. I mean, really, one of the great moments in my Jets fandom. It was unbelievable. On a normal year, I would have been there in that stadium. Me and my dad, season ticket holders, would have been at that game to celebrate with Raider fans like we won a Super Bowl. Then again, we don't make it to the fourth quarter, so yeah, this no way you would have made it to there the fourth quarter. There was no way we would have been around. No Especially no with way. the winning. But <laughs> driving down that turnpike, screaming, wow. we did it! We lost the game! Would have been amazing. Could, could you imagine the parties that would have been going on out there? Ugh. Can you just imagine the debauchery? that? Oh, naked cornhole. Too bad it's just a bunch of dudes, but it's naked cornhole. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> You're getting tanked for the Jets' oh, tank. God. Boy, I missed that. Yeah, I missed tailgating. I'll tell you, there was one time I went with one of my buddies. The car next to us, the guy left his door open, and we noticed that. We opened up the door, and in the back was the grill, and a cooler. We took the grill. <laughs> we took out his meat in the cooler. We ate all his hamburgers. We waited oh, for it to awesome. you know cool off a little bit. And by like you know second quarter, we're like, all right, I guess it's time to go into the game. We put everything back. So I want to thank that guy for his burgers. <laughs> The best thing I actually saw in that parking lot, someone dumped their charcoal too close to the car. Car fire? <laughs> the car, car fire! fire. <laughs> you know, the car was completely gone. Look at you. Look at you. Instead of calling 911, everybody's roasting marshmallows. No, this so is hard. great. <laughs> oh, man, this is oh, great. You... We lost the game. Let's burn a car. All right, there was another person in the Mad Dog Sports Radio family that was sitting on the edge of his seat reacting to that Jets loss. Mad Dog Chris Russo's son, Colin Russo, is a Jaguars fan. He talks like he's been a fan of this team for 100 years. <laughs> he's only 19. And why the, the Jags, way. right? He's 19 <laughs> or 18. I think he liked Leonard Fournette. So he was going through other emotions as, you know, the Jets and the Jaguars are in a battle for this top pick. If the Jets lose and the Jaguars lose, Jags all of a sudden are the ones getting Trevor Lawrence. Here's Colin Russo talking about just that with his father, his papa, Mad Dog Chris Russo <laughs> on Mad Dog Unleashed. Trevor Lawrence is the franchise guy. He's the guy that everybody wants. Right. He's the guy that people would sell house for, and that's who I wanted. Right. And once that rugs thing happened, I was like, I got to get out of here. I got go. to let my mind freely not think about football for the next hour or two. I, I walk out and 35, 40 degree weather, and I just go. I just go. I don't listen to anything. I don't talk to anybody. I, don't. I just go. And I just let my mind go freely. I'm he like, goes a mile is, a minute like the dog. It. This is it. Why do I do this to myself? Why? Why? I've been watching this team lose for four years after 2017. He sounds like they, dog. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> they lose in dramatic fashion. They four can't lose nothing. right. Now he's finally got the chance to get it, and the Jets ruin it. You get the, <laughs> get the chance to get the right guy, and the Jets just shatter it. Dad was happy, was he not? What bet was it? You got your, your Ram bet, you fraud. You got with Daryl Henderson going 60 yards, and I, I was sitting there moping about Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Daryl Henderson's going 60 yards, and you're all fired up because you're getting your, your lousy bet. Who cares? Yeah, lousy Who cares? bet that paid for your first Nobody semester cares. at Wisconsin, you ungrateful <laughs> little Ram. Nobody cares. I want Lawrence. <laughs> you didn't get him. Henry Ruggs. Did you know that the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> in the last week of the season, oh. won a meaningless game? History. And do you know that it cost them? Mm. Troy Aikman. Think about Hello? that. Ah, look it up, Longoria. <laughs> look, look him up. I know how dog is. You know dog better than anyone, Eddie Erickson. You can't That's stand. True, I you do. can't stand he him. We put a light bulb in yesterday at his house. What? <laughs> anyway. Oh! 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 
He asked you to put yeah, the light bulb. Yeah, we to talk about this. No, wait a minute. Eddie Erickson <laughs> travels up to Mad Dog Chris Russo's house once a week to give to him arrange copy, his live copy, which is all the commercials printed out so he can read them. Uh, he needs that because, you know, God forbid he gets a printer or a scanner or I don't know, anything else, a computer. How about an iPad and just read it? So then when you got there, he's like, oh, yeah, change yeah. the light bulb for me, Eddie. He goes, I need you to do something else for me. I can't quite reach this. Do you think you could get it? If you think dogs got six foot high ceilings, well, guess again. These are very high vaulted ceilings. But no, I am taller than the doggy, and I was able to reach up on the couch and put his light bulb in place. You got to be kidding me. So what's next? <laughs> uh, listen, Eddie, come on down. Don't forget to bring the copy for a dish, uh, and also bring a ladder and a and wrench. Your, and your tool belt. Uh, listen, make sure you bring the plunger, because I just deuced it up upstairs. You're going to have to deal with that. Jeannie wants to put in a bidet. Uh, you can handle that between uh, break uh, one and break two there on the 3 p.m. Eastern hour. Now you're the handyman? <laughs> Eddie the tool yeah. man. But knowing Dog, was he jealous of his son's success? Because he made it to the papers. Everybody's oh, talking yeah. about it. Is he jealous? Doggy's, come on. His biggest insecurity is that no one's listening to him on satellite. 12 years later, or however long it's been, he still thinks no one's listening to him. Radio so to have his kid get instant reaction like that, internet. New York paper. Oh, baby. Oh, listen to the joy in your voice as you think about Dog being a little jealous of his mini-me. Sounds just like him, but with that passion that Doggy doesn't have anymore. There we see. Yeah. Oh, oh, a dog <laughs> with passion and knowledge. He knew the players <laughs> on the field. Knowledge. <laughs> it's interesting. Like, he's calling Dog the fraud. Do we not know how this works? The fraud is just a fan who doesn't have money on the line. Go root for your team and all. That's great. But if you got money on the line, you're damn right no. you could go nuts about that's the Rams. The, that's real. That's, that's more real. real than anything else in sports. You're fraud. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you want a Christmas present? You're damn right you're going to go crazy <laughs> when the Rams cover. Do you want to go back to school in style or do you want to fly commercial? Hello? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think about me because, you know, that's what I think about most of the time. Oh, if my course. son ever started doing bad bites and he's nailing it. Oh, you'd have him removed. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. I think oh, I'd, yes, you would. Because can't you take credit for all your son's success? Yeah. I would. If my no. son, and oh, that's right, I have two of them. If they no. do anything, <laughs> even my daughter, I, you know what, I forgot about her. If any of them do anything great in life, I'll be there to take all the credit and take all the money. I think you can only take credit if it's a genetic thing. Like it is a, genetic. A like being a professional athlete. Oh, no, 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 no. I pass my brain down, and I'll pass my smell down. I, my son's breath stinks. It's just like already? mine. Yeah, already. Oh, he thought God, I passed that. Joey. I'm taking the credit. I'm the next Richard Williams. I'm, oh, I'm there. Babs, <laughs> yes. let's, let's be honest. They have the bad chick last name. What are the odds that they actually do anything great in life? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's a very fair point, Jared. I appreciate it. I mean, like, you Moors have done anything, by the way. No, but I have never claimed to. You know That's a good great, point. Though? They all have all these great videos of Tiger's dad, Earl, and the Williams sisters as little kids and their parents out there working with them and really, you know, turning them to these amazing elite athletes. And your legacy is going to be Babchick in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a when video series. When, yes. when they start pulling up videos of Joey someday for the parole board, it's going to be stuff like that. Wait, you ate sushi off your butt naked dad 20 years ago? Yeah, I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> My daddy told me wait, to wait, do it. Wait a minute, the baby just fell off the couch. Nah, he's fine. He's all right. He's fine. Just make sure you keep recording. Keep rolling. Take three. <laughs> but I think he's hurt. <laughs> Adam Shine, we love to play the game on More Than After. The Shine 3. The We've shine noticed three. something. I think it was Eddie was the first to point it out. 
Adam Shine speaks in threes. His My cadence, his adjectives, that's your big contribution in life. The Shine Three. Oh, Let's boy. see how many Shine Threes we can get in one clip, courtesy of Shine <laughs> on Sports, weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. How dumb is Greg Williams? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, how foolish, how stupid, how clueless, foolish, how stupid, asinine clueless. is Greg Williams? Well, asinine the nerve, the chutzpah. The audacity. Hey! And you can understand the headlines. We right? got one shine three. This was an epic save the season win for the Raiders. This was an epic save the franchise loss for the Jets. Yeah, we're still alive. The, but that was not some Greg Williams drawing up a tank defense. That wasn't Greg Williams getting on a phone and texting Arthur Smith or Brian Dayball Who's or Arthur Joe Smith? Brady Ooh. or Jim Harbaugh <laughs> well, four and guys. saying, guys, should I throw this game so we can get Trevor Lawrence and can I be your defensive coordinator? No, that's Greg Williams being a selfish, <gasps> clueless, clueless, arrogant, arrogant? jerk. Just like he's been That's for four. his Shine entire That's NFL career. Shines off script. Yeah, <laughs> shot a little doing? too much. You're killing my bit. Have you ever had a chutzpah sandwich? I mean, the bread is the nerve and audacity. Oh, my God. The nerve. So good. I had that at Ben's. Oh, Amazing. so good. Chutzpah. Audacity. <laughs> Hubris. Arrogance. Ignoramus. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> It's amazing. He did it in four this time, though. Now, um, Greg Williams, did he tank on purpose? Did he not? I actually started to believe that he tanked on purpose. Then he was fired. There went that argument. But maybe the organization helped him out on the way Shocking. out. They gave him a nice bonus. <laughs> now, let's see what Pat McAfee and crew, the boys, weekdays, noon Eastern time, right here on Channel 82, think about Greg Williams getting canned. Congrats to Greg Williams getting an early head start on a vacation. Yeah. yeah. He was going to get fired. <laughs> That's the right yeah. thing. Stupidest yeah. boy yeah. call yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but if he, if he gets him there, He's a hero, right? They're like, not really, because you watch it and you're like, a pass interference could happen because you got these corners all singled Uh up. Uh, There's just so many things that could go wrong. There is no reason at all to be doing what you're doing. It's Greg Williams' ego saying, hey, we're going, this is what we are. We're an aggressive defense. We're going to go win this thing right now. It's like, if you win in general, I think everybody will be pretty pumped over there. That's football. Especially the Mm. group that has been losing and losing and losing and losing. Greg Williams gets fired. That was a dumb decision. Emmanuel Acho was saying they were trying to lose. Greg Williams was trying to lose. You think Greg Williams gives a fuck if the Jets get trouble? Oh, oh, language. No oh. He knew he was gone. That was oh. Greg Williams trying to be that's like, football. this is what a Greg Williams table defense does, which if that's the last time Greg Williams ever coaches, if his final play was an all-out blitz yeah. in a Hail Mary situation, that's football. he'll take that every single time. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's like, football, that's baby. That's way to go down, I guess, just fucking losing when you shouldn't have. <laughs> that whole place stinks, dude. That's it, man. That place stinks. Blitzes and bounties, baby. That's what we do here. That's football. That's football. That's football. Let's go. But you know what? Greg Williams won by losing, though, because now he gets the next four weeks off. He doesn't have to coach the Jets the next four weeks, and he gets to be home for the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After, as maybe the season will end today. Or won't You'll- it? <laughs> 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 All that and more coming up next on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Hey everyone, this is Lisa Ann and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films 
Welcome to Talking Fantasy Sports on SiriusXM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app and Apple Podcasts. Welcome back to the show starring a man with less pride than anyone I know. And I know people. Oh, yes. Mike Babchick's bottom, Morning bottom, After. Bottom, Take it away, Babchick. Ah, yes. Bottom. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Recapping the week that was with everyone's Morning After Regret. That's me, Mike Babchick. You can hear me on Morning Man with Evan Cohen. Weekday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time as I'm here with my friends. Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. For now. For now. <laughs> and Jared Moore, the producer of Morning After Forever. Forever. I could see more of an acquaintance than a friend. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wouldn't even do that, actually, at this point. <laughs> we just work together for an hour. Fair over. enough. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's get back to Clip-A-Palooza. It's Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. Talk this week about the season in a whole, and if the season ended today. Listen to this. Hmm. Interesting. If the season ended right this second uh, in the <laughs> NFC, huh? Saints would be the one. Green Bay would be the two, Rams would be the three, Giants would be the four, Seattle would be the five. Let me just double check this to make sure oh, I yeah, have this please. right Let's, for you. Of course, Let's work yeah, this out please. on the air. The Very good. Bucks would be the oh. six. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. And Arizona, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Let me. They both have six losses. Let me go to conference record. It's now. conference record. Oh, yeah. There we go. Minnesota right now is, is the seventh seed. <laughs> so if the playoffs started right this second, right this second, Vikings would be second. at Green Bay. Tampa mm-hmm. would be at L.A. And Seattle, despite a better record, would be at the Giants. Hold on, Mike. I got breaking news. <laughs> wait, I got wait, breaking news. Wait, Eddie got breaking news. I'm more than after. Go. The playoffs are starting right this second. Just stop everything. Right this second. Just this stop is amazing. the season. Roger Goodell just, has just put it out there. And the season actually has stopped. It just happened. The season has so, ended. Every time. The season ended today. Why would it? It won't. It's not going to happen. There's more season to be played. It's not going to end today. Why? Have we learned anything through a pandemic? They've been able to get through 75% of the season now unscathed. Yeah, they had to move a couple things, but we don't have any makeups right now. The season's not ending today. It's certainly not ending this second. <laughs> no, we're not just going to cut short the year. Hey, a lot of people wanted it. <laughs> 2020 ends today. No, it keeps going. The season no. isn't over. Let's stop with the old sea vault. The season ended today. Dog does this. Oh, no. Week two. No, no, no. You know, the season ended today. It just started. <laughs> The season just started. Why would it end? All right, Eddie, week four, all done. Now, take me through the scenario here with the Giants and the Eagles. Um, What is the ninth tiebreaker between the two if they happen to end in a tie if the season ended today? (laughs) Why would it end? He loves schedules. He loves logistics. Oh, he loves He should have been a logistics guy. He spends a lot of effort, a lot of valuable airtime breaking down tiebreaker and who's going where and who's got what. The beauty of it is, it never happens. Oh, Every year I have to go, get me the three-way tie. What's the third yes, tiebreaker? It never happens. But I you have to this. have it because you're going to get some schmuck oh, in Minnesota who calls up and asks about these bat bleep you know, scenarios that are never going to happen. Every Wait time. Wait a minute. What is a, what is a bat bleep? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Are you saying that a bat pooped? Is that what you're saying? What is a bat bleep? Uh, yes, that that is the PC way of me saying that a bat had uh, that a bat had uh, uh, done. 
<laughs> a bad bleep. I've never heard such a thing. Get me the fifth tiebreaker in the NFC. Now, where are we with the 11th tiebreaker? We know head-to-head, strength of schedule, conference play, rock, paper, scissor. They had that. Arm wrestling, break dancing, and now the 11th tiebreaker, a potato sack race. Spend a few minutes on that one. And if it ended today. And if it ended today. Right, right now. Um, hey, it's Steve Torrey here. Uh, should we end the season today? Would you like for us to end the season? We can call it quits after week 13. Fine by me. I could see it both ways. When's enough's enough? Triple A Mad Dog 6, 888-623-364. We have ourselves ah! a huge net. Wait a second. Wait, wait a, a second. second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Coming down the aisle, this is like a guest appearance in WrestleMania. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's taking on Rowdy Piper. And I don't know. There's the ultimate warrior. He's coming oh, in. God. Wait a sec. It's Alex Hardy. What the hell happened? You overslept, Hardy? From the top rope, here I am dealing with former tight end George Reister. And yet, I made it, guys. He made Brand it. Yeah. Hardy made it. Yeah. Yeah. George Reister. Show. Wow. Woo. Nightcap. Oh. 1 to 3 a.m., yeah. same time, new host. Well, we're glad you're here, and we look forward to hearing George Reister on this program next week. My kid just texted me. He goes, Dad, can you please keep it down? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, we got another Evan Cohen situation. Now. Oh, no. See, this is what happened to Evan Cohen on Morniman with the knocks. Oh, no. Are you going to start whispering like Evan does? Hell no. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Screw your kid. Let his whole class hear me screaming. We had two huge signings this week. Obviously, the big one that everybody was talking about was George Reister at Mad Dog Sports Radio. That's yeah. Right. Then there's another one that made a little less news, page six or seven. Howard Stern re-signed with Sirius Six. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make a big deal. <laughs> oh. Reister took all the headlines. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Stern right. re-signed, and it happened live on Morning Men because, you know, Stern's on at the same time we are on. I would rather listen to Stern than Morning Men, but here we go. Morning Men, Evan Cohen, Mike Babchuk, weekday 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Top. Howard and Sirius have announced <laughs> five-year deal. Five-year deal for Howard. Oh, yes! yes! Hey! He stays! We're going to be he here. Of course he did. We'll still we be here for that. five more years. We knew that two months ago when the stock didn't go under and the stock went up. We know it! <laughs> he stays! Yes! That yes! means my stock is still worth something. Woo! That's awesome. That's awesome, man. No, that really yes, is awesome. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, so great. great. Let me check the stock price. Okay. Congratulations to Howard and everybody at Sirius. Oh, I don't know who God. was involved in the meetings to get it done, but congratulations to all those that well, were because that's freaking awesome. Uh, Steve Torrey actually uh, was the one who was uh, involved. Oh, Steve, in, you were uh, involved? You got it done, yes. Steve? That's right, folks. Uh, here is the <laughs> Mad Dog Sports Radio programming schedule uh, for the week of uh, 12-7. When viewing the PDF, please scroll down to the bottom of the page for the Sunday 12-13. Also, Howard Stern resigned. Uh, Sunday we go live from uh, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., followed by a tape replay of Sims and the Mad Dog. Uh, wow. 10 to 11 a.m. So that's actually how they announced it, yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so I was involved, though, and I got it done. Uh, you know, Howard was calling me. We were, we were right there in the middle of the negotiation. I... Uh, was about to give the, the number, and then no service. I have no service. I lost service. It took three weeks for Howard to get back to me. Then we did a Zoom. I froze right as we were about to make the big I froze during the Zoom. So that was, that was it was back and forth. Uh, we brought in a new host of Nightcap in the time that I was frozen, George Reister. But then, you know, I got him back on the line. It did 12 Zooms that day, 12 Zooms, and had a, had a great chicken-colored sandwich, balsamic, mustard, delicious. 
And that is so, a then sandwich. we got it done. It was, that a, is a it was sandwich. neck and neck. <laughs> neck and neck. What do you think? I, Toasties. You think? I just sit here all day with my feet up. What do you think? I don't I just watch Indiana basketball. So I, I signed Stern. <laughs> wow, congrats, Tori. I mean, that's pretty huge, don't you think? That is good be news. All right. about that. Well, I have to go walk Bentley now. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, that was the other thing. We were working on re-signing Robin and Fred and the whole crew, but Bentley uh, got out, so I had to chase Bentley around. So that took a week to try to bring back Bentley. But we got it done eventually. Now, what do you think? You think that was a good signing? Because, you know, I could go both ways here. It's like, you know, you want to sign Howard. You don't want to sign Howard. You like Howard. You don't like Howard. Triple A Mad Dog 6, 8, 8, 6, 2, 3, 3, 6, 4, 6. Why I'm giving out the number in my kitchen, I don't know. That's what I do. I give out phone numbers. And I'm confused. I don't know what to do. Triple A Mad Dog 6. Thanks for making me sound brain dead, Michael. There's <laughs> ah. Steve Torrey, uh, host of Mad Dog Daily. Uh, and, of course, the program director here. So he does have some big signing power, and he signed Howard Stern. I didn't know he got the deal done. What a scoop. Isn't that That's something? impressive. Is Torrey still accepting your phone calls these days? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> we just text now every now and then. But, I mean, uh, it's, it's enough that Dog dumps on him. Now he's got to deal with you. Uh, and, and, like, me, like Dog, all right, you could take it. You know, Dog's dog. been around, and it's Mad Dog Crib. Me, I'm a nothing. I'm a nothing. <laughs> How about Adam Shine? Shine on sports. We found something out this week. Um, Adam Shine, when he's at home, is still Adam Shine when he's on the radio. Uh, here we go. This is proof. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern time. I thought, and shame on me for thinking this, knowing you know, the Jets' history, I thought the game was over with 137 oh. to go. Oh, no, no, I, no. I was texting my buddy Stone, who's a Stoner. psychotic Stone. Jets fan. I'm all over Twitter. We're going nuts in the Shine House. He's multitasking. One thirty-seven to go. I marked the time. I, oh, I, it was over. Wait a minute. Mark the time. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a sec. We, we always have marked normally the tape. Normally we mark the tape. Now he's marking time. Mark the time. <laughs> I just farted. All right, Theo, mark it. Theo, Theo, get that. What time was that? It was one thirty. All right, mark the time. I just slept with my wife. Mark it. I gained entry. 111. Mark the time. I was done by 114. Mark the time. I went grocery shopping. I marked the time. It was 116. And then I returned home. 145. Mark it. I love Stone. Stone's a good friend of the radio program. Meanwhile, he was actually talking to a stone. It was a rock outside his house. Mark the stone. Oh, there's Adam Shine. All right, this week, as you hear, the Jets were a big story. Of course, college football was huge. And Patrick is a big college football head. But instead of playing a clip of him talking about Ohio State and Michigan being canceled and Ohio State's now allowed in the Big Ten championship game, we're going to play a clip talking about sandwiches. As Dustin ah, Sweetelson, his nice. producer, came up with the list of the best oh. sandwiches in the world. Oh, we all love lists. Well, here's Patrick Bawa, as Doggy would call him. On The Wrap, weeknight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, breaking down Dustin's number one sandwich. Number one is not the BLT. It's not the PB&J or the Flowers. The BLT what? didn't even make the list. It's mm. not the Cuban sandwich. Would also it's not the it. club, which club stands for chicken and lettuce under bacon. Did you know that? I did not. Uh, no, I didn't, but it That's didn't make tuna melt nor a club tuna? made a top 10 sandwich. Tuna. Okay. Look. I love uh, tuna. The grilled cheese. Love tuna, but it's a sandwich. Would. Grilled cheese. The grilled good cheese. Yeah, Egg good. salad. No. Egg salad. Good. No. Floppy uh, Joe also not on the list. What? Number uh, one sandwich is not so the cheeseburger, Ugh, the French cheeseburger. dip, the po' boy, or as some speculated right, on social media. get it. You like sandwiches. The hot dog. Okay. Hot dog. Not a sandwich. Let's not have that dumb debate again. Thank you. It's a delicate dance. 
We'll save that for morning, salty men. salty and sweet and fresh and crispy and creamy and chewy and oily and crunchy. What is it? It is perfection. Babs, it sounds Served like you're discharged. Served on the best vehicle to put a sandwich <laughs> on. A young lady? Layered strategically, beginning with the base of oh, come on. Oh, a bagel. He purposely Crazy. used sexual terms for this. Tomatoes. Of course. Onions and locks. This is the worst Because stuff. the number one sandwich on my list is the bagel and locks. What? Oh this sandwich. Oh <laughs> and this and I love list that too. Oh my God. is effing farcical. It's enough. Damn right, Patrick. I came up Good. with this idea Good. in March to let Winning. the big guy shine. Yeah. I came up with this idea for the big guy to get attention dollars on social. Since then, it's a rocket ship. The big <laughs> guy, it's his what list. It can't be wrong dollars? until we hit about? the Sandos. <laughs> First off, he named off 10 sandwiches that yeah. should have been on this effing list. Thank you. I yeah. haven't said anything. Freaking bagel with cream cheese <laughs> and gross salmon. Number one sandwich of all time. <laughs> You've lost your freaking mind. You're <laughs> so, so right. The bagel and lox is amazing. I love bagel and lox. That's a breakfast. It's just like not a the sandwich. bacon, egg, and cheese no. shouldn't be on this list either. When you think sandwich, you got to think yeah, lunch. Yeah, I don't think those. You're right. Or you could think, think dinner. Oh. You don't think of the oh. breakfast sandwich. That's a different category. Yeah, it's in a bagel that's category. Your, yeah. That's your best point, though. When you think of lunch, you don't you think of like lunch meats, cold cuts, stuff like that? Deli. I'm not thinking that's what I call cheese. it. They um, call it a oh, breakfast right. sandwich. You could eat a breakfast sandwich at any time of day. Nobody would say a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. You'd say a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. A bacon, uh, egg, and cheese no. on toast. I would say a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. I would say a bacon, egg, and cheese breakfast sandwich. Uh, Alex, I would say to you, <laughs> can you shorten it? Let's move it along here. It's a long Jeez. line. Mark I the time. You just ordered a bacon, egg, cheese, <laughs> breakfast, sandwich, croissant. But I didn't realize that Dustin was an Instagram uh, model. It was now an influencer <laughs> as he gets attention dollars. Is that what the most is? amazing part? Dustin puts out there on his Instagram, he's posing with a sandwich. Oh, the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Babtrick's Morning After as Mad Dog tortures Steve Torrey, who becomes the king of the world. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Hey, everyone. This is Kirk Morris. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. You think your hangover's bad now? <laughs> it's about to get a whole lot worse. Here's Mike Babchick. Ah, yes, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to the best audio of the week from the best hosts right here on the greatest channel, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. And you. And me. Don't forget about me. That's right. As How could uh, we? Of course not. Now, some would say they would hope to forget big-time Jared Moore, the producer of Morning After. Of course, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, and Alex Hardy, the producer of Nightcap with George Reister. For now. Yeah, you get that too, Alex. Now, every week, a big theme on Mad Dog Unleashed with Christopher Mad Dog Russo is torturing Steve Torrey. He constantly <laughs> wishes yes. for Steve Torrey to be in hell. 
And <laughs> Steve Torrey does a show on Channel 88 on NFL Radio. Uh, I, and Eddie, you pointed this out the other day. My dog's terrible at promotion, but he actually does worst. a hell of a job pumping up the Sunday Drive. Nobody promotes Sunday Drive better than him. Fantasy Focus! He even knows the segment. <laughs> he knows the segment. He knows everything. Leck is from home. Steve having trouble parking his car. Eating pizza in the break. The, the pizza at 2.30, yes. He's got uh, it all. Blow the pizza whistle. I need another slice. Oh, that's the whistle. Let's have a slice of pizza. So yet again, Dog was praying for some sort of disaster. All the games were canceled on Sunday, and it would just be Steve Torrey and Bill Leck is talking to each other. Hey, Bill. How are you? How's the family? Good, Steve. For 16 hours, which would have been quite a listen, right? Steve and Bill's excellent adventure. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> was it? Oh my was gosh! Awesome? Now there was a point this week on Mad Dog Unleashed where uh, Steve Torrey wasn't there for his usual spot on the show with Mad Dog Chris Russo. Why he was at a big time meeting with the CEO and Steve wasn't around and Dog <laughs> was not happy and share with the world where Torrey was on Mad Dog Unleashed and of course we played that back on Morning Men with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchuk weekday six to nine a.m. Eastern time. And we don't have Steve today at four thirty. I apologize beforehand. Because there's a new CEO meeting today at 4.30. And you know Steve, uh, today. he must today. go there because today. he wants to find out what's going on with his his options. Not anybody else. He doesn't care about anybody else. His <laughs> options right. and his bonuses Same. for oh. 2020. In other words, will Sirius give out bonuses and options uh, to the to the options. workforce? And if they don't, <laughs> Steve is going to go in there kicking and screaming. How dare you take my bonus away I'm after Steve how Torrey. hard I've worked his one-hour hey. show. How dare he's you? he's replaying Aaron Rodgers' cuts uh, from Pat McAfee. You let that one out, huh? Informed about as, far as, uh, as far as the company is concerned. So there's a hands-on deck meeting. Steve's on there. I can't praise Torrey. Uh, you know, he's one of those he's guys, cross-promoting. You, know, you can't like uh, that. Uh, he is, um, you, know, he, you know, he is. Steve is one of those guys like the Titanic. Who is it who wanted to get off that light bulb first? <laughs> let, the kid, let the mothers and kids uh, Round in 1912. <laughs> he wanted to get off that light. That's timely Steve. reference. Steve wants to get off that light boat, folks. He don't care about. That dog was there to see it go down. Eddie Erickson. He don't care about poor JD, JT Brick, or you know George. <laughs> or JD or Brick. We He's like only been here, here for what? A year and a half. Himself. Steve. No. Uh, <laughs> again, his hands are out. Uh, and away we go. Oh, Billy Zane is the guy. That's right. Billy Zane mm. is the guy <laughs> job, that uh, kicked everybody off that light boat. <laughs> you like that? Great Zoolander. That's Steve Torrey. Uh, you know, God forbid uh, anybody, including Dad Tom, uh, you, you know, needs a cup of milk. How did he's Tori's get his father get a cup of milk? That's the way he He's a bulldozer when it comes to that. I guarantee you, if you're Mike Babchek and you think oh, you're getting a bonus this year, oh. how, well, how well you've done. Listening to Evan pontificate 300 miles away in Springfield, Mass, and Evan breaking down Patriot football and social justice and everything else while he's running on private planes. And you have to sit there and you've had to listen to that, uh, you know, that's for rough. weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, that's combat pay. Uh, but yes, Steve Torrey combat. Is that's all right. They're going to take care of Torrey and then me and then you and you know, then Stern. Steve Torrey. <laughs> combat pay. It's Torrey and, and Babs on. We're on the ship. Or is it a boat? <laughs> Of the Titanic. Oh, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> uh, could be. Do you I want to be king? Sink or not sink? What, what do you think will be better? Triple Eight Mad Dog Six. I guess if we sink, I won't have to worry about the schedules anymore. Uh, I don't have to go true. to Monday meetings. Mm-hmm. I guess point. I could probably not have to worry about 
dealing with sports ops. That's true. Maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should sink. Maybe we should go down. Triple A Mad Dog 688-623-3646. I mean, to be the king of the world. Do you want to be king? I mean, more meetings. You're the king. You have 12 Zoom meetings a day, at least. If you're not the king, maybe it's 12. Maybe it's better not to be the king. Who needs it? What it's about so the windy queen? out here? Or the prince. Well, that's, well, that's There's a lot too. of different things that could be. Wait, so they may windy cancel the, the ship here oh. because of COVID, so I don't oh. know what to do. Oh, no, there goes my Indiana hat. It got blown away. <laughs> Are we going down? Uh, well, uh, before we do go down, what's the score of the Yankee game? Does anybody have it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hall pass? Great movie. Great movie. Would love to that. Would love to watch that one more time. This is a great time out here. I love cruises, but I can see why you wouldn't like cruises, especially this one, because we're sinking. Oh well. <laughs> Titanic two with Tori. I think it's coming soon. Oh, the big hit it. Tori and Titanic. We're going Titanic down. I'm getting combat pay. I mean, that's a good thing to do. I'm not getting a bonus, but I've, apparently I'm in the army. And you got Evan Cohen living in Springfield, Massachusetts. There's a lot to take in there. Now I'm picturing Tori being painted naked by um the, the model. <laughs> or was that the it's, other way around? Yeah, that was Leo who was painting Steve Tori naked on that couch. Uh, it's fun to put program director and host of Mad Dog Daily, Steve Torrey, in movies. Like, what's next? You want to put him in Castaway, Eddie? So wait a minute. We went from Titanic, where Torrey somehow survives the freezing cold waters, and he ends up on a tropical desert island alone. Okay. <laughs> with a volleyball. Let, the, let this play out with a volleyball and some unopened FedEx boxes. <laughs> Imagine that, though, Torrey doesn't open up that box. There's a fully charged sat phone in it. <laughs> I could have been taking calls this whole time. Oh, uh, you know, I, I guess I should have opened that box. That was a bad decision. You know, he opens up the box finally after all those years. He gets the phone. Mike in the OC is calling. He wants to talk about the Angels. Oh, I really need oh to go, Mike. God. All right, let me just. All right, I, I don't know if the Angels will make the playoffs. Uh, but I really need to call for help. Mike, can you stop? I need to call for help. Tori about to call for help on this island. Yukon Al gets on. Oh, hey, Al's here. Oh, boy. Yukon Al doing all this babchick shtick, which, you know, God, I love it. And then his phone dies. And then Tori didn't want to be rude. He didn't hang up on him. <laughs> I got to go, Al. Oh, geez. I'm running out of time. Oh, boy. There goes the phone. All right. JT the Brick. Brick at night. He's our guy here. We love backyard brick. And Evan Cohen from Morning Men, weekday 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time, was on with JT this week. And JT talked about his love for the Babchick in a Basement series. Otherwise known as BBW Babchick Broadcasting Worldwide. Really? Finally, the BBW. That's not BBW. Now <laughs> that's what fascinates me. I get the BBW before anybody because he puts it into my DMs. So you know, you always wonder who you're going to be DM, and I'm DMing NFL players. Wait a minute, people. does he really? Oh, yeah. oh my god, he's so oh, yeah. desperate for clicks. I oh, didn't know that. Oh, you just yeah. broke a huge story. No. Oh my god, uh, he'll let me know. You know, the the BBW will come into me, and I'll see it, and I'm going to start giving him more backyard bricks because I know he loves the backyard brick. But the BBW is amazing because you get Joey, you get the kids, you get. <laughs> And you get you get the basement, which I'm fascinated on because I love going to work in a studio, and I know it's got to pain you not to go to Sirius X, right? You're not in the studio much. You're doing the show from home, right? 
I'm doing the show from a New York City apartment where the people right. next door are now banging on the walls that I'm too loud. Right. That's so we bo- we both so love sucks. going to studios. We love being around <laughs> people. Too. We love going to lunch, going to dinner for, after after the show. We wa- love the city and the garden and just the energy like I have here in Vegas. And then I see the BBW in the basement and I'm looking at the crown. I'm looking at the molding. I'm looking at the floorboards. I'm looking at the age <laughs> of the couch. I'm looking at the desk. And then I try to figure out what's on the desk because he'll put some things there that aren't really for kids and he'll do it all. So I think the BBW is going to be a new platform. I just got to know how I get in it or what you think of it when you see it. Wait a second. So you have currently the shift, obviously, on Mad Dog five nights a week. Yes. You have your shift on NFL radio with the Raiders. You have your TV stuff with the Raiders. You got the podcast with Looney. You've got the radio show in Vegas. Are you trying to add another gig? (laughs) Do you want now to like, is Babchick basement stuff? Is that now like the ringer and it's going to be podcast within it? Is that what's happening here? Are you trying to do a, a spawn off kind of podcast off of or video off of the bad stick in the basement? I think that we could do everything's on Zoom now. So everything's on Zoom. We could have the BBW in the basement and then we could have me in the backyard brick outside with the Modellos. <laughs> I think it's something big. It should um, be Modelo. one of those podcasts. You know, everyone has to have a podcast now. Everyone's, everyone's platform now on Sirius XM needs to go in podcast form. I think it'd be a home run. Well, that's something. I mean, I'm sure. Trust me. Anybody doing more work for him, he'll sign up for. Oh, Don't say podcast. Wow. <laughs> Don't say that. It was a great though. It was an awesome interview. Oh, with Evan and JT. Go check it out on the SiriusXM app, and then you could see all the Baptist in the basement too. As we're gonna combine the worlds. BBW BYB. That's backyard brick. Also, bring your own beer. And up. That's BYOB. Now, Evan reacted to the breaking news. Look, you're damn right I slide into JT the Bricks DM. Damn right I'm desperate. If the clicks aren't enough, I start sliding into people's DMs. Hey, JT. <laughs> Good to see you again, buddy. Hey, why don't you retweet that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we got a oh, thing going. We got a God. thing. He li- it's the, the personal touch. how the sausage is made. You don't want to see how the sausage <laughs> is made. It's a small sausage, too. Oh, All right, let's hit it. It's time for our favorite moment of the week, the dog mess of the week. And, yeah, he continued to make a big mess on Steve Torrey and told the world on Mad Dog Unleashed this tale about Steve Torrey during a big dinner. You should see Steve at the Christmas dinners. Did I ever tell you about that? You know, we have the Christmas Mad Dog Radio Christmas dinners. Steve is a thief. First off, you know, you know when you go thief? to Del Frisco, you don't always get wow. the great portions. Steve don't care. The El Grotten potatoes. He oh, gobbles the El Grotten. He don't let them go to the end of the table. Now, it, it might be a smart move because sitting at the end of the table is Bill Zimmerman. So if they get down there, they're not getting back again. But Steve at that Christmas dinner... He is, I'll tell you right now, he is Ralph Cramden. He, he don't care. As long as he gets fed and gets his cocktails, he don't Ralph care about anybody but himself. <laughs> I mean it. Uh, did I say everything you wanted me to say, Eddie? And another timely reference there from the doggy with the, the Ralph Cramden, the honeymooners. But he's right. You put Bill Zimmerman on that side of the table. The potatoes, El Grotten, are not coming back. Neither El- is that <laughs> double-thick bacon which is a great appetizer. But you know what always makes its way back? The asparagus. The asparagus (laughs) always comes back from that side of the table because our offensive linemen of a staff, I mean, my God, you guys are big. You don't care for anything green. We got a healthy bunch here. I like it. For Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. For now. For Alex Hardy and Jared Moore, another episode of Morning After in the Books. You can catch me on Morning Man weekday 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Hit me up on Twitter at Babchick for what you want to hear on Morning After. Until next week, it's time to get my weekend on.
This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.